<laughs> Tyler Richardson. <laughs> Hello. Thank you, Tom Bring, for having me. This is wonderful already. Yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, I already learned you have a, a kid. Uh, that's new to me. So it's clearly been a while since we've talked. <laughs> it's wild to think it's been that long. But yeah, he's got legs and arms and speaks and everything. Damn. Did you uh, have to sell all your bucket hats to uh, (laughs) (laughs) trade them in Uh, for diapers? Passed down to him as a treasure, but uh, I think he's got one. I'm waiting until he doesn't rip every hat off his head the moment it gets put on to get him more bucket hats. But he's definitely going to be stylish. Hell yeah! Of course he is. I mean, you you wouldn't go out looking bad. You always look great. You are far too kind. And I'm trying to impart some of that weird fashion sense. Because, like, when we were growing up, it was different. You were supposed to match and all that. Now, I send him out, like, the adults who are dressed like train spotting. And I see kids looking at his, like, SpongeBob sneakers along with, like, orange pants and shirt or something. Never matches. But he's just, he's got a lot of swag. That, uh, fuck yeah. And like, I'm glad you're passing that on because like you're you're one of the only guys I know that can pull off colorful pants. <laughs> you know, it I, I appreciate that. I feel like confidence is key, but um, I still took my share of flack, like not even spoken words to me, but like people commenting under a picture that I took that I was proud of. And they're like, <laughs> burgundy stretch pants who are you and i'm like delete this comment what are you doing shame me (laughs) may they burn in hell but i'm also not religious so that phrase means nothing to me yeah well you know you i feel so like we need a new version of haters gonna hate like what's something better because it sounds so lame if I was going with it, even though it's still kind of in line, I would say something like, they got a job to do. Let them do it. Oh, okay. Right? okay. Think we're not using hater anymore. No. No. Because, you know, it's it's used. It's overdone. Yeah. And you know what? That whole haters going to hate thing, it just occurred to me that that is basically misery loves company, but like, the generations <laughs> on it. They're miserable. Let them be miserable, sweetheart. You look great. <laughs> yeah, haters gonna hate is boys will be boys, but for bad people. Right. And why can't any of these things have good grammar, proper grammar? See, look at me. But <laughs> must rubbing we off. use this bad language in order to define bad people? It just seems counterproductive to me. Yeah, we could use more specific targeted language for negative people. But we should use your name. Like uh, every time that you have something negative to say, like if I was talking shit about your shirt, you should be like Tyler Richardson, you're unhappy with yourself. (laughs) 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 I like insults that just take a while to really sink in. One day after my wife has left me and I'm penniless. I'll just think back to you telling me I'm miserable. He was right. Damn it. Yeah, like you tell me you hate my shirt 
And then I'm like, Tyler Richardson, are you just at your core unhappy with your choices today? Oh, no, it's your shirt <laughs> making me unhappy. <laughs> unhappy people can't be helped. They should be put on a boat to Antarctica. Yeah, is that where you're at with all the... Oh, well, you can see the northern lights around me. Um, There's trees, I just though. So give people some eye candy because when they're not looking at you, I don't want them to look over here and feel bored. They need this. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I considered making a background for everybody, but some people's like lighting and cameras suck. So then it's like it cuts off half their face. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that is why I'm doing the background. Uh, the lighting in our bedroom isn't great. And if anyone can hear a child screaming in the background, it only gets louder if I go to where the natural right, excuse me, light really spills in. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you got to get that baby some sunglasses. <laughs> I, I was going to say, if only he didn't throw them off. I've never bought them for him, but I know that kid treats money like it's nothing. I'm already aged 20 years in the two that he's been on the planet. You wear a condom, children. Anyone who, who this reaches, please. Protected sex. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh then you don't have to give away all your bucket hats when they get older. Yeah. And yeah. even worse, like I know across the country things cost different amounts, but uh childcare, that is by far the thing that made me like frown the most of all the expenses that were created once he walked into this world. <laughs> what those I was going to say those people what childcare professionals people <laughs> <laughs> deserve is insulting in a way. And I know he's my most precious. Um, I'm going to call him an object for lack of a better word. And he is that. <laughs> so I should want to pay the most to have him taken care of. But good God, like some of these people, I'm like, okay, so if I make this much doing what I do, why do you think you deserve that much, which is a good portion of my money? doing a whole lot less, just making sure he continues to breathe when we get home. But as expensive <laughs> as New York is, I do understand again. I'm like, yeah, I know this city ain't cheap, but I'm not paying you $30 an hour to watch a, a person who can't speak sentences. It's crazy. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, you know, at least like I want I want to think of hearing your kid in the background being like, they want to contribute to this. They're trying to be your hype man for <laughs> whatever it is you say. He better. Like yeah. as much money as he's already taken that didn't go in his pocket. Like he should always want to help. I can't wait for him to learn the wonder of chores. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the trick is making them think it's fun when they're younger. True. Like turning it into a game. This is totally based on nothing, but... I was going to ask, did you have a lot of chores when you were a kid? No. Mm. Well, they, my parents tried a few <laughs> times. <laughs> they said words, but it never reached me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was kind of like they tried to, like, give me, like, an allowance or, like, do whatever. But then 
there was like two weeks in, I couldn't get them to like pay up for the uh, chores. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not doing it then. I assume that your parents are wonderful people, but you did the right thing. If you weren't going to be paid on time, your incentive, you know, were they asking you to do difficult chores or was it just like take out the trash and do the dishes? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, my. What I wouldn't have given to have <laughs> traded places with you. But it was like a dollar a week or something. So I took a stand over nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love to think of some little kid taking a stand. little Tom. You know, I don't think that this is fair pay for a fair day's work. <laughs> so I'm going to pass. Give that dollar to someone who needs it. Yeah, it's like, thanks, mom, for giving me 30s wages. <laughs> Did you really offer me a shiny nickel after I cut the grass? Get out of here. <laughs> Do I have to bite it with my tooth, see if it bends, <laughs> make sure it's real? No, I've kept my tooth. Am I insured behind this labor? <laughs> I better you... be insured. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could have been playing it fast and loose. Maybe. Be fine. <laughs> My son should be so lucky because it's going to be dark days for him. I was a slave as a child. And because I'm black, please don't take that the wrong way, other people listening. But it was slave labor. And even my mother, if she were here, she'd be like, yeah, I definitely broke his back. But the years he put me through and then... <laughs> And you know what? She wouldn't even be wrong. And sometimes when I'm at my most annoyed with him, I think back and I'm just like, good God, I am raising myself. And for all the grief I'm going to do, if I had hair, I'm sure it'd be gone. <laughs> so glad I didn't have a girl. I would be, I would look a thousand years old if I had a little girl looking up to me to take care of her. <laughs> why you think you'd be a sucker no i would make her life a living hell and that would that would require like 24 7 surveillance so i would also be miserable like during love making if she was having a sleepover at her best friend's house i need to hear what's going on so you keep a baby monitor away. there exactly Something sticky like Batman devices. Like, let me just listen in real quick. Make sure there's no boys over there. And you probably did wild stuff when you were a kid. Sneak out of the house and play with your friends in the neighborhood. Yeah. I would lose my mind. I would be the psychopath dad in the neighborhood. Well, and, you know, now we have, like, digital surveillance tools to actually keep track of that. That's what I'm talking about. Cell phones. Yeah. You can get notified if they leave a certain radius. It's yeah, nuts. I would want all that. She would hate me. She couldn't wear certain clothes. She could never go out with her friends. Read a book would be her version of fun. And pretty <laughs> much everything else. Like, if you're not doing chores, I assume you're reading and doing homework. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. I know this. But I do want to raise, like, a chemist or some kind of a scientist if I can. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, you know, if you're black... You really got to shoot for the moon. And if I'm wrong, maybe she ends up like a social worker with a 401k and good benefits. But I'm talking about her as if she exists. I had a vasectomy. It's just going to be him. And he needs to be like a nuclear physicist. <laughs> How else is he going to pay me back, Tom? 
Wait, hold on. I think I can hear someone's stereo from the street. Yeah, you probably can. I heard Is that Is it like too. booming? <laughs> Some <Yeah>. booming bass? <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> surprised how often I hear 6 9 and then just start dancing to myself. I know we're not supposed to, but I do. <laughs> well, you know, like, man, that I remember the first time, because when I first moved to New York, probably about a week in, I just saw like 12 people riding dirt bikes in the street, taking up all the lanes. And I was like, where the fuck do I live? Like, who has dirt bikes in the city? <laughs> like, I mean, they shouldn't, but you remember DMX, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they were doing. And I feel like the new generation might have seen the Rough Riders riding their <laughs> three, four-wheelers and motorcycles through the streets, like yeah. it's Virginia or something. Yeah. And now that's what they enjoy. You should have tapped one like a little with the car just so that they like fished out and hurt themselves. Not killed, but <laughs> taking up the whole lane, like all the road, you, you're kind of asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> I mean, I as I get older, any uh, roadway disturbance will affect my day. I'm right there with you. And I'm probably much older than you. Um, I get upset about sidewalk stuff. Like, you're supposed to walk on the right, right? Right. When people walk on the left side and they end up almost colliding with me because I'm on the right side, I lose my mind. My wife's seen it. She doesn't get it. She's Italian. But it drives me insane to the point where I... I intentionally try to run into people because I'm like, you're on the wrong side of the sidewalk. I don't know if you're new here. Yeah. But in America, we do it. And I hate to use that expression because other places, like it's not always pass on the left. And I get that, especially if they're Asian. But all these people, especially the Hispanics in my neighborhood, they just don't care. Yeah. it, it Like, I somehow run into this problem where I'm... You know, I have broad shoulders. I'm like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, and people who are like, you know, three-fourths of my size, people who are like four and a half foot tall, five foot tall, they somehow don't see me. <laughs> and they walk into me. They stand too close. They like, I'll be just walking in like Target and they'll cut me off or they'll like run into me. And I'm like, I don't get what the fuck is happening i'm like but you say something though right sometimes i can't because it's like an older woman but and then i'm just like standing behind them like clenching my fists <laughs> not that i'll like use them but just to like like dig my fingernails into my palms so it's like all right cool down <laughs> Yeah, because you got to put the anger somewhere. But if it's someone you really can't direct it toward, I hear you, man. Um, yeah, I scream at a lot of people like the whole I get why texting and driving is so dangerous because people can't even walk and text anymore. They don't look up from the ground and they are just walking forward into God knows what generally me. And I'll scream out like, look up, look up. And then I, I've touched several people. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm looking for a fight, but 
you hey, know, they, I've been in New York too long. There's, there's some rules of the sidewalk road. And, you know, I, ooh, I get livid. I get full on rage angry when I see people ride their bikes on the sidewalk. Yes. You don't belong on the sidewalk. Nope. And I mean, the only thing I'll give them is they are safer on the sidewalk. Sure. But no one else is. Right. On the flip side, they can't kill us necessarily by hitting us with a bike, but they could die in the road. But still, like, you know, you can't do it. And I'm always waiting. It happens a lot while I'm crossing the street. A bike comes out of nowhere and I am fully prepared to kick the dude in the face. Yeah. While he's on the bike. Like, I'm like, well, I'm not going to jump out of the way. So if you're coming, you're just going to catch this foot. Right. And it would be one thing if they're just like cruising along, but like they're always in a rush to get somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so mad that you even dared to make eye contact. Yeah. Are like, you looking at <laughs> If you have the confidence to be in a rush, ride your bike on the sidewalk of a city street, you can easily move one block over where the road is less scary and take that up. It's not hard. You're you're not wrong. God. They frustrate me. It, Do you ride a bicycle ever? Yeah. And I use the road like a human. No, as you should. I was just going to say, like, I don't know. Might be time for bicycles to be done. We're never going to get to where Amsterdam is. Where, like, <laughs> most of the people are on bikes. They're always going to be mad. They're always going to be really hurt. I refuse to ride a bike, especially in this city. So many stories from people that we know about getting doored and everything else horrible that can happen. And they're in, like, body casts. Not me. I can't do it. Yeah. it. You really have to, like, plan your route. But, uh, I mean, isn't New York trying to, like, limit how many cars can come into the city at any time? I mean, they kind of should. Before the whole quarantine thing. Right. It makes sense because, like... I got rid of my Prius, yes, before I got here, because, like, you don't need to drive in right. New York. Right. Friends who are moving after me, I'm like, well, you don't really need to bring your car. They're like, well, I can never do it without my car. And it's like, dude, do you, have you not heard about the subway? <laughs> it goes everywhere, all hours of the day. Yeah. Now, given what happened, I could kind of see why they might double back on that. Like, you know what? Yeah, maybe go ahead and drive. Keep your distance. Well, and, like... I mean, car insurance in the city, gas, ugh. finding Ticket. parking tickets. Yeah, but you know, maybe maybe this is a new beginning, and New York keeps decreasing the amount of cars, and they dedicate some roads to bike only, and make a lot of people mad. And uh, sure, they'll have intersections between cars and bikes, but. I mean, that would make sense. I could see it. The only real problem that I would see is if it's going to take longer for Uber drivers to get around. Because as much (laughs) as people don't (laughs) drive in the city, we do Uber. We do. Um, But then, you know, but then you can take those like rickshaws and put them on those bike streets. And like, you know, so we can take out about the rickshaws. What? 
You don't feel bad when you see people using like a rickshaw? Oh, I mean, I think the idea in this day and age is ridiculous. <laughs> like, we have <laughs> other options. <laughs> Make this poor guy run me around the city holding a cart yeah. so that he can pay rent for his five children. At the very least, give the guy a Segway and then he can ride that and pull you. I would love that. I feel so bad. I'm just like, God, it's not slavery, but it feels like it's a few notches above it for me. Like, yeah, that's right. Wipe my ass for me, too. There's definitely a certain element to it that's like, I'm above you. Yeah, like who even like forget about the dude who's doing it. Who arrives in a city and is like, you know what? I'd like, I'd like to see this city on the sweat and back of some <laughs> who really needs a few bucks. At, at least shell out for like the horse carriage. <laughs> yeah, it's it's classier. As much as I hate being behind a horse. Yeah. Have you? Have you been behind a horse? I mean, in the country, like growing up, you know, I grew up outside Philly. There's a shit ton of farms. And then like around Halloween, they would have like hay barrel rides to like haunted mazes, corn mazes and stuff. But like, so that was cool. But I've never been on a horse Based transportation in a city. <laughs> That's probably for the best, given that we didn't grow up before 1960. Um, I, I've only been horseback riding once in the mountains of Virginia. And all I remember is watching the horse in front of me constantly shitting. Like the ass would open and it was like staring into the Stargate. And then a huge log of shit would come out. And it kept happening. Like, after the fourth or fifth time, I was like, hey, it just really doesn't stop. What are you feeding it? <laughs> just constant shit. Yeah, and you have to... Not that you go on the shit, but you have to ride over it. You you have Not only do you get your whiffs, <laughs> but it shits, and then it goes under you as if it's like a stream or a canal. So you and have to, so like, really live with it. The heat coming off it. Ooh, there's probably flies already. (laughs) Yeah. Must be a fly's dream, man. But also smells like a zoo. And I'm I'm big on scents. So uh, the zoo and I don't agree, which is why horses and I don't agree. (laughs) And I don't think those dudes in New York who were like driving the horse and buggy. I don't know the last time I saw one of them scoop anything, but I've seen plenty of situations where the horse dropped a whole bucket. Yeah, like littering is like not okay, but like leaving shit out on the street, like some something that we did a hundred years ago and got <laughs> a lot of like cities full of people sick. <laughs> True. <laughs> we'll just do that. That's fine. It'll wash away. Litter. This stuff is going to grow trees. Well, not on the sidewalk, but if you throw it over into that park over there, trees. Imagine. Um, oh, my God. What's that Olympic ice sport curling? Mm-hmm. Imagine dudes like that running behind <laughs> <laughs> horse and buggy. <laughs> <laughs> With rollerblades on. You're welcome. 
this is just one like there's a dude like the 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 carriage pours out like soapy water and then the dudes just (laughs) run behind it i'm honestly shocked that no homeless dude has kind of pulled that mixed with a little bit of entrepreneurship like yeah i just go behind all the horses collecting shit and once i've got a big enough sack i go over and i sell his fertilizer to landscapers yeah yeah I mean, it's illegal. You have people coming up to your car at car, car uh, at gas stations, washing your windows and stuff, right? Pick Why? up some horse shit and let's really make some money. Fertilizer goes for I think like thirteen, fifteen a bag. And you can't even get in trouble for that. Like you can get in trouble for stealing copper, but like <laughs> it's brown gold. Yeah, yeah, it can be repurposed. Where'd you get this shit? Oh, don't worry about that. I've got my sources. Yeah, it's like I have access to horses. Do you want it or don't you? Yeah, I know a guy. <laughs> well, we probably spent like seven minutes solely on shit. So I, I figure, right. I mean, I think it was some podcast gold right there. Uh, I don't know if any podcast could compete with that. But, oh, that's scared. Some people told somebody once poop's not funny and they believe them. Poop will always be funny. It's funny. And you know what's super amazing is that even newborn babies that are not like impressed by fucking anything still find farts funny. I know that firsthand. Yes, they do. Like it's just a part of us in our DNA heart that someday i'm gonna have to tell my son he can't talk about farts and poop and whatnot like oh people don't think that's cool really but we always laugh about it yeah i know we do and your friends will too but you're not supposed to talk about it out in the open it annoys people for some reason yeah it's like son wait is it a son or is it yeah it's a son son um son this is why you have to find close friends (laughs) you don't really need them for much but just someone to open up and talk about farts with. Well, we're in the age of social media. He's not going to be able to express any opinions by yeah. the time that he's a teenager. Like, look, uh, if you don't tell them this in person, you need to swallow that. Yeah. Well, you know, this is kind of a perfect transition point to talk about one of your interesting beliefs. It's related to talking about how things are different now moving forward in the future and just, you know, how things were different, you know, for us back in the day versus now. So you, you've openly talked about this and I feel like it deserves some more attention, uh, especially to my millions of listeners. (laughs) And you've said that the 1999 mega hit, ultimate super duo Santana and Rob Thomas's song smooth is the last good thing to happen to this country and maybe will ever be the last good thing that has happened to this country. Can you mind diving into this, walking us Uh, through it? Oh, I love this. So I don't know where you were in 1999. I was working in a movie theater. And Smooth couldn't have been a better soundtrack to that career choice. Even if I wanted another song. Like, first of all, Carlos Santana is the man. 
Right. I wasn't fully aware of him because I guess he was what 60s, 70s kind of superstar. Yeah. And then he took a break, came back with this album. There were some tracks on it that really spoke to me. I'm a huge music fan, music soul child, the artist. And uh, so that had my attention. But the first time I heard Smooth, I knew I wanted to be inside someone. <laughs> and I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if people will ever feel that way again when they hear music. Now, Matchbox 20, how much do you know about them? Nothing. Like, I know, no. I remember some of the hits, but who would have thought he went solo? Yeah, I'm having trouble remembering a hit at the moment from the group, but Rob Thomas was always a star. He was always Justin Timberlake. Sure. I don't know who introduced him to <laughs> Carl Thomas. I imagine people like that have to meet in some kind of a wild party. Because Carlos Thomas or Santana was so old. Yeah. That he couldn't have been anywhere that Rob Thomas was. No, maybe a weird wedding. Right? Or... Like, who do you know that's, like, the same? What friend could you have, other than a drug dealer, who knows both people, who's that old? Like, why is Rob Thomas rolling that old? But yeah. the lyrics, the music video, do you remember that music video? Mm, I I should have watched it again. Before I asked you, no need. Tell me about it. Yeah, please. It was sex personified. It's a, a dark night. I assume in L.A. could have been New York, but I'm pretty positive I saw cars. And Rob <laughs> Thomas is out there harassing a woman, catcalling, as they would come to know it as. But she didn't mind because she probably recognized him from Matchbox Twenty. His words, you're so smooth. And I really wish that I could remember. And it's just like the ocean under the moon. It's the sweetest something else that I get from. Okay, so. Yeah, guys. Give me all I want. <laughs> those words in that cadence, it, it shouldn't have worked. And I no. imagine told them it wouldn't work. And Santana, a man of few words, probably shut all that down with a quick riff. Like, oh, it won't work. You shouldn't make this the lead single. How often do they even do solos, like guitar solos anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Especially in like pop songs. What genre is that song? Is it pop? Is it rock? Is it? Nowadays, everything is pop. Right. If it's popular, I'm going to go with Mexicana pop. I feel like there should be another word, and I don't want it to be sexy, but it has to be. Mm. So they put that together, and it's a damn shame that they never got back together, but you can't catch lightning in a bottle twice. So I guess part of me is glad that they never tried. I can't think of a better song, not from like even remotely close to the rock genre in the last... What is it, bad in 21 years? No, that song belongs in a museum. And when they're nominated, when I say they, I mean Rob Thomas and Carlos Santana. When they're nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I hope that there are still women ripping off their shirts. Give a damn if they're 80 years old. Yeah, I, w- I would love if we ever have award shows to come back. 
maybe they could get back together and play it. That would be nice. Um, Black Lives Matter stuff going on. How, how does that connect? So <laughs> <laughs> So it doesn't have to even do anything with what's going on because the lyrics should stay the same. I just want them both to be like holding up a fist. Maybe Rob Thomas is in blackface and everybody. <laughs> I don't, you know, people are real loosey goose on blackface. Like sometimes it's acceptable, sometimes it's not. Yeah, like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's always right? fine. And but- I was heartbroken to see they did away with that episode just because like it's done. I've already been offended. I can't be more offended. Just let me have it, please. Yeah, there there's certain shows and things that have been grandfathered in for being bad. Like we just what? know the Cosby show. <laughs> Wait, which show? The Cosby show. Don't get rid of the Cosby show because he's a rapist. Like the rapes happen. Let some people enjoy <laughs> Bill Cosby. And I should I should say I never liked Bill Cosby's humor. I always liked filthy, even as a child. So that's not coming from a fan. That's just me saying, like, do we have to censor everything? Can we just acknowledge that some stuff is not for some people or most? Okay. Um, and if I mean, f bombs in smooth. Does that mean it has to go? If Rob Thomas touched somebody tomorrow, and let's make it horrible. Let's say that he touched a child. Hmm. Smooth shouldn't be taken off Spotify and iTunes. It's got nothing to do with his dirty fingertips and where he's going and the rape beating. Dirty fingertips. <laughs> yeah, I always like to think about pedophiles just having like the meatiest, nastiest hands. <laughs> How dare you? Did you see that guy's hands? He destroyed that kid, but. Just you read the paper. There's a new new thing coming out, and it's like the dirty fingertips on that guy. (laughs) You see the fingers on that dude, man. They were like Vienna sausages. Okay, so bringing this back to smooth, I mean, the one thing I guess you could connect it to with current events is that I'm pretty sure no one hates that song. They shouldn't. I could see some black people just because it's pretty white, even though Santana's <laughs> playing. Uh, I could see some black people like, oh, no, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't want to hear that shit. Turn it off. But no one should hate it. Like, if you just like music, that should be your jam. And so then diving in further, why do you think it's the last good thing to ever happen to this country? Well, I mean, if you look at everything that came after Smooth, you've got 9-11, George Bush's presidency. So even when we were trying to, and I don't even want to go to number 45, even when we were trying to ease the pain of the events that were taking place around us, everything was like a bounce back, like uh, Aziz Ansari. And a lot of brown comedians that we love that came about. That's because of all the hatred that got put out after 9-11. All that racism and the people realized they were wrong. <laughs> okay, we should probably cut some brown people some slack. And then Obama even. Love him to pieces. That was an apology of sorts for having two terms of George W. The war criminal. 
music, rap was never the same. People started rapping different. Love you, Kendrick Lamar. But everyone else, it just felt like the bar was set too high and they didn't even want to try to jump over. Uh, Movies. Tell me a good movie that came after 1999. I'll wait. Uh, Um, I'm... I... Yeah, I mean, there, I feel like there's a few, but I'm, I'm drawing blanks. <laughs> oh, and if they were good, they probably had Kevin Spacey in them. And people would tell you that you can't appreciate him anymore. <laughs> After Smooth came out, everybody just knew there's no point to trying to create a masterpiece. You better just make something with a really good beat in the background. Well, a Drake after that. Yeah, I guess, I guess they the system had tried to make a new smooth with a uh, hero. Uh, um, the wallflowers cover of David Bowie song. No, no. Like I will be your hero, baby. Oh, Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> yeah. They, they tried with hero, but I don't think it had the same impact. Well, I think that uh, after he committed suicide, they actually found a note Wait, where he said, really? <laughs> to the best of my knowledge, Enrique Iglesias is dead. And I assumed that he understood following up what Santana and Rob Thomas did was just foolish. Okay. So then what you're saying then is that everything we've done over the last 21 years, even like even if it's like a, a step forward, few steps back, is that as a whole, subconsciously, we're trying to get back to smooth. I mean, absolutely. I was trying to think of anything good that's happened, period. Like, has anything good happened to you since 99? I mean, I was I got a driver's license. Right? Smooth <laughs> puts things in perspective. Because if you really think about it, doesn't get much better. Do you have a memory of hearing that song and like a good time happening? Maybe a beach? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Do. Me too. I, I played hide and go get it to that song, man. And uh, no, I, I think that until we can get them back together in a studio or on stage, we're just going to be left with some piss poor second best, whether it be Academy Award winning films or triumphs in science and uh, technology, the PlayStation 5, that's getting ready to drop. I just registered to pre-order it. Am I as excited about spending money on a PlayStation 5 as I am about listening to Smooth because we talked about it so much? Like, as soon as we're done, I'm listening to Smooth. No, I'm not as excited for the PS5. And it's a lot more expensive. Smooth's going to cost me $10 this month. Yeah, you have a lot of great points. Thank you. And I plan on writing a very long tweet once this episode goes up to Rob Thomas. I'm pretty sure Carlos Santana doesn't uh, use a smartphone or a computer. He probably has a slave for that. But I'm going to (laughs) write Rob Thomas such a tweet with the link to this so that he can spread the word to those people who felt in the dark. Since he was on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I don't know what that dude's been doing. True. Well, maybe um, 
you and I will have to get together and make a, a change.org petition uh, and put that out with the release of this. And, I love it. Yeah, and then maybe just try to get a coalition of people to uh, write the man. Hell yeah. And you're out there in La La Land. Like you could probably, if we had a big enough net, we can find the women that he's been railing for. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say 2020. (laughs) If we we touch the right woman, uh, metaphorically, then maybe they can actually get this to Rob Thomas so that the sequel, Smoother, or whatever he wants to call it, can begin damn oh well you know i think this is a great idea we'll have to workshop something and build out a whole petition page uh get that going and um yeah well thank you for letting us in on that no thank you man any opportunity to talk about rob thomas and santana because that album whose name i can't remember at this moment (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was incredible. I know it wasn't called Smooth. I can't figure out if it was called Santana. I can see the cover, though. It was, like, orange and red, some purple. It almost looked like uh, the cover to Outkast album that had Miss Jackson, but it wasn't. But, yeah, man, I could talk about them till I'm blue in the face. And Carlos Santana, if you're out there and you can hear me, I would love to see you perform for free. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Carlos Santana, figure out Zoom, do a show. Yeah, or just invite Tom and I over to your place. He's got to be living in some kind of a fortress in the middle of Mexico City or something. I don't know where he's from. You know, I think that would be pretty great. Well, I I, I think we definitely learned something from you. I think you've probably won over tons of millions of people (laughs) in agreeing that they will listen to this song after this. If they haven't already paused it to listen. Um, I mean, it's too good a song. Yeah. Well, and I'm afraid they'll be stuck on the stuff about children and the other things that, you know, really just strike a chord with people in this day and age. And I want them to know I meant almost none of it, but I did mean every word about how good that song is. (laughs) Well, thank you. Um, do you have a minute to offer some advice to uh, one of my listeners who might be in a pinch right now? For one um, of your listeners, I've got five. Well, I know we all appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> seeing as like how far you you look into something, you care about things, uh, how passionate you are. You know, a, a man who carries that much positive passion for something. Uh, you know, is definitely someone worth uh, getting advice from. You're stylish, you're handsome, you're tall. You're you're now a father. Uh, you seem like a pretty good one. You're How dare you the- dare you flatter me like that with a straight face and piercing blue eyes? If you're trying to get me to cheat on my wife, it can't happen, Tom. Well, it cannot. You know what happens on Zoom stays on Zoom. <laughs> What are you doing? It's like, well, Tom wooed me. <laughs> this is Tom as I spin the laptop around. I mean, but also you're the only person I've known in the last 15 to 20 years 
that could actually pull off a bucket hat. And that was like one of your signature things. And it looked fucking sick. Um, Yeah. And you're very funny, a good hang. And so I think all of these traits, these features of you combined make you someone excellent to give advice on this topic. I would love to lend my expertise. Beautiful. What, what, what advice would you have for anyone listening right now who just turned on the blender but accidentally forgot to put on the lid? Mm. I would tell them, don't panic. Immediately run, grab a fresh towel. You'll need it on the floor. Think about where another fresh towel is because the damage will get outside of the initial towel. Don't let this mishap ruin whatever meal, drink, or what have you, you were preparing to have because we've all been there. And you get so sidetracked by the anger of how stupid what you just did was that you forget you made this to feel better. Go ahead and suck that up off the floor. The floor should be clean. Mm. You want it, right? We're swiffering. At any point, should they turn off the blender or should they just leave it going? How full of a blender are we talking about? Like initially, uh, I mean, it, it was pretty, you know, they were ready to make a lot of blended items. OK, after you've grabbed the first towel and set it down, go ahead and shut that thing off. Assess the damage before you even start to clean. Go ahead and pour the rest of it into a cup. It's yours now. It's not going anywhere, let alone the floor. And then start sucking up the juice off the floor, off the walls, mm. electronics. Clean. Put that cup back in the refrigerator so it'll be cold when you're done cleaning because you're going to be annoyed and you're going to want to have another sip. It's it's kind of like a nice reward for the fuck up because once you're done with all that, you get to enjoy whatever was left over. Wow. that That's excellent advice. Everyone, you heard it here first. You fuck up with the blender. You just suck it off the floor, um, suck it off the counters, off of your appliances, <laughs> the wall, wherever it went. And then you're hearing you say suck it off like repeatedly. It gets me. Yeah. Well, you know, like you said, you need to suck it off because it sounds like that's what you do. You suck it off when <laughs> <laughs> when you have any blender mishaps and you you return to the the cup of remaining blended item or blended fluids, things, whatever. And you can drink that. I think that's some excellent, solid advice. Thank you. We make lemonade, Tom. We do. Yeah. When, when life gives you lemons, you suck it off and make lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I can't go any further than getting totally pornographic. Exactly what Tom said. <laughs> well, um, thanks for coming on. Thanks for offering this amazing advice. And uh, I'm sure everyone appreciates it. Tom, thank you for giving people an outlet to speak about what they truly care about and what's actually important as opposed to everything else that's going on. Well, Thanks. That that feels really special to hear. Um, well, hey, we need to laugh, Tom. That's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, everybody's so upset about everything, and most of it I get. But at the same time, like we need to hear about what's really important sometimes. 
You're right. Well, thank you again. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Tom. I'll talk to you soon. Burritos! Because <laughs> you're in L.A. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. In the episode description, you can find links to follow me, today's guest, and force opinions on social. For updates, clips, and graphics based on the episodes, follow Forced Opinions Podcast on Instagram. And while you're there, please feel free to DM ideas for me to use in future episodes. I'm excited to see what you all submit.